0: Hi, this is Andrew Middleton here, and this is the Learning, Teaching and Assessment in Higher Education podcast from Sheffield Hallam University in the UK. In this episode, I am trying a little experiment which has emerged from uh, activities around special interest group known as Podcasting for Pedagogic Purposes. At the third event of the SIG... I ran a session about writing a book called 100 Great Ideas for Educational Podcasting. And in that session, between 60 and 70 people worked together to generate well over 100 Great Ideas for Educational Podcasting. And they did this through some activities that I facilitated. And so this series of activities in a one-hour workshop Involved real people working together in real time. However, there were certain key people that couldn't actually be present in the workshop. And I really wanted them to come up with ideas too. So I started to think about how I might do this, given that we don't have the opportunity to be together too often. And I realised that, of course, the best way of doing this would be using the medium of uh, the audio podcast itself. Anyway, that's the intention. And having given it a little thought, I've decided to share this more widely for a couple of reasons. One, I think the activity worked very well. It really did meet and surpass my own expectations for the workshop. A lot of ideas were generated. And I think the approach may be useful for other people thinking of generating ideas beyond educational podcasting. So I thought it'd be quite uh, interesting to share this with you, um, and uh, you know, if you want to use it in other contexts, then please do so. Um, but more importantly, we are really writing a book. Um, this wasn't just a, a made-up activity. And what I want to do now is collate all of those ideas and refine them with the, those people that have contributed so far, and refine them into really useful ideas for educational podcasting. But I want some more input, so I'm thinking of uh, several other methods for generating other ideas. One is to invite you to participate too. And the details for the documents uh, referred to in this podcast will be available in the show notes. So look out for the URLs for where you can download the various support documents that you need including the form that you fill in and some word lists. The other method that I'm thinking about is by running a Twitter activity um, which I've yet to devise in detail but my thoughts on the Twitter activity sort of align with the idea of cryptic titles that are discussed in the activities that follow. So If you subscribe to Twitter, I invite you to follow me. Uh, My Twitter name is amidlet50. That's A-M-I-D-D-L-E-T-5-0. So if you follow me, hopefully what you will see during the months of July and August 2008 will be a series of cryptic titles together with a URL that will give you more details on how you can feedback your responses to those cryptic titles. Anyway, here we go. To undertake the activity that follows, you'll need to find a partner and you'll need to put aside one hour together. And you will then need to send me your completed idea forms uh, to the address that's given at the end of the recording that follows. Okay, well, I hope you take part, or I hope you find the uh, creativity exercise interesting and possibly useful for your own purposes. 100 Great Ideas for Educational Podcasting In the next hour, you are going to generate about four original ideas for educational podcasting and the use of digital media in general. Ideally, you will be working with one other person, preferably someone who you don't know that well. The session is divided into four activities. Before we begin those activities, let's just remind ourselves of what we mean in this context by educational podcasting. Primarily, it is a social activity. Ideas, questions and knowledge are shared through the medium of audio or digital video and this is done in a social context where the audio or digital media does not exist in isolation but informs other learning activity, either within a virtual learning environment or a real-life classroom. Educational podcasting also involves the use of digital media usually audio, but often video, and occasionally PDF documents that may contain images and other visual media. Educational podcasting is also accessible, in that it is distributed over the internet as downloadable media. That media may be accessed through the virtual learning environment, or it may indeed be distributed to mobile devices. Educational podcasting is also flexible. It is time and location neutral. Hence the use of terms such as time shifting and space shifting. And it is related to mobile and flexible learning. Educational podcasting is also device neutral. It can use media players both in software formats and hardware formats. Optionally, educational podcasting may be understood as being automatically delivered. This is achieved through the simple syndication technology of RSS feeds with media enclosures. These allow interested parties to subscribe to publish content, known as feeds, from a particular supplier. And finally, educational podcasts are managed by the user using aggregation software designed to gather the feeds that they subscribe to. Taking these characteristics together, we come up with a broad definition for educational podcasting. The development of shared knowledge through distributed digital media, accessible to its community through flexible interfaces. This is a particularly broad definition, and recognises that the interest in higher and further education does not work within the constraints that a technological definition may create. By taking part in this exercise, you are contributing to the aim to write a book together in about one hour through the generation of about 100 ideas for educational podcasting. The book will be composed of scenarios generated by ourselves, case studies and short essays and the target audience for this book will be UK Tertiary Education. All contributions used in the book will be acknowledged. A secondary aim to this exercise is to learn how to push the boundaries and to develop a shared understanding of emerging good practice. In completing the following activities, you should use the same template form. The intention here is to work really quickly with your partner to not be at all precious and to focus on generating ideas that are refined and signed off later. It's also important to note that we are looking for creativity and that various ideas around the recording of lectures have already been discussed fully by other people. So we need to generate ideas that are much more imaginative than simply recording the teaching practices that we are already involved with. From time to time I will suggest that you pause your playback to undertake the activity. In activity one you will work alone to begin with and you have three minutes to use the form to describe something you or a colleague is already doing or an idea that has already started to form for you that you would understand as educational podcasting. You should produce at least one idea in this activity to begin with, but if you have several ideas, try to get these down on the form too. The more ideas, the better. The form asks you for a title. Come up with a wacky but descriptive title. This cryptic title will be used later. Finally, a reminder, don't worry about spelling, just get the ideas down on the form. So, you have three minutes for this first activity. Write about something you or a colleague is already doing, or an idea that has started to form for you. Pause the playback now. The second part of Activity 1 involves you and your partner sharing what you've already written down. You have five minutes now to start to tell the person that you're working with more about the idea that you've produced. Begin by telling your partner, in turn, just the title of your idea. As you listen to their title, try to guess what the actual detail of that idea is going to be and make a note of what you thought they were going to say and then, in turn, develop these new interpretations as fully-fledged ideas in their own right. Okay, so you have five minutes now, each, to develop Two more ideas. You should pause the playback now. Activity 2. You are presented with a list of 32 words. Each of you should pick two words from the list and use these through a process of word association to conjure up a new idea each. Begin by working alone and then, as necessary, help each other to... Flesh out the initial thoughts on what this new idea may be. Remember what we are trying to do here is come up with new ways to use digital media to provide engaging activities and learning opportunities for our students. You have five minutes to establish your idea in activity two. Pause the playback now. Activity three. Each of you Write down three numbers between 1 and 31. Now give these numbers to the person who you are working with. When you have exchanged numbers, look at the word list for Activity 3. Here you will see the 31 words numbered and you should identify the words from this list according to the numbers for which you have been assigned. Decide which two of the three words you have been given you want to work with. And now, as in activity two, generate some new ideas for educational podcasting. If you're not sure of what to do at this stage, here's an example of how this activity works. Suppose I have been assigned the words emotion and habit. Think about each of these words in turn. The first word for me, emotion, conjures up what can be done with the voice that can't be done so easily using written text. That passion, that happiness, that sadness, that anger that can be captured in the spoken word is a good starting point. And once I start to think about words like that, it makes me think audio, or indeed video, gives me the opportunity to be closer to the subject of my study. So perhaps my subject involves the study of people in some way. And if I can capture those people's voices, it may help me to enter, as a student, a world which otherwise I have little access to. So my second word was habit. So the word habit immediately makes me think about habitat. And if I'm interested in people as suggested by my thoughts about the first word, I'm now starting to see perhaps some sort of fieldwork podcast emerging where I am taking a recorder or someone else is taking a recorder out to a particular location and interviewing people in situ about what has happened to them or perhaps relating to their view on the world as it relates to them in their situation so I'm already starting to form an idea for a podcast based on field work and this idea has emerged from thinking about two words and bringing them together so each word in the list should have an association for you and by bringing those words together you create a new association and from that an idea for a podcast you each have just five minutes for activity three So work fast and remember what we're trying to do here is come up with a model for podcasting, something that can be generalised and offered to people in various subject areas as a way of thinking about educational podcasting. Pause the recording now while you undertake Activity 3. Activity 4. Listening Back. Activity 4 follows on from the second part of Activity 1. It's about being inspired by listening to people talking about their ideas. So in turn, read back the ideas you've produced, starting with that cryptic title that the form has asked you for. As you read the title, pause to give the listener an opportunity to come up with their own meaning for what that title may suggest. Let them second-guess what it is you're about to say next as you describe the podcast in more detail. Write these ideas down too on a new form and work together to flesh them out further. You have ten minutes now just to finish off and develop all of the ideas together. I hope you have enjoyed this exercise and that you have managed to generate ideas that may be developed further and refined further for the book. At the same time, I hope you have started to understand just how much scope there is for using educational podcasting in further and higher education, please send your completed forms to me, Andrew Middleton, at a.j.middleton at uk, and I will respond to you to acknowledge uh, your submission and uh, perhaps uh, suggesting a few ways in which your suggestions may be developed. You will also be invited to peer review other ideas that have been submitted for the book. So together we are working up all of the ideas that have been germinated uh, in this exercise. I look forward to hearing from you. Cheers. Well, I hope you uh, managed to come up with a few ideas and I welcome your contributions to the book, which will be properly acknowledged. Any ideas submitted will be reviewed by me initially, and then they will be reviewed by the uh, network of contributors, uh, and you'll become part of that network yourself. So um, you still have uh, the opportunity to withdraw uh, ideas if you decide at a later date that you're not that happy with them. But send me anything that you've come up with to to get going and uh, let's see where it goes. Okay, thanks for participating in this and I look forward to hearing from you. Cheers. If you want to hear other episodes of the Learning, Teaching and Assessment in Higher Education podcast, go to http colon... Forward slash forward slash lta podcast dot You can also subscribe from that site. So look out on the right hand side of that page for a link to subscribe to the podcast, so that you can receive it automatically. If you would like to contact me, you can email me at lta podcast at shu dot dot uk